Find a way to enjoy your work. You remember that song? Uh, Whistle While You Work? I think, I don't know, it used to, I don't know if it was on some old movie or if it was an old Disney song or something. But uh, it, it kind of had a, 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 a mentality to it that you can enjoy your work almost no matter what you're doing. And I completely agree with that. I mean, I've had some of the most not-so-fun jobs on earth, and uh, if I worked with good people, I could do anything. You know, I could, I could handle any job and uh, enjoy it. You know what I mean? If I had good people to work with. And uh, starting with that, you know, the good people that I work with, a lot of times at home on the homestead is my wife and daughter, you know. Um, we've been remodeling the house, and, you know, I've really been enjoying the job just because we haven't been setting a timeline and we haven't been cracking a whip, and we've just been doing it. Ba- I mean, it's not that I... You know, I, I take care of myself before I take care of the job, and it's showing. It's showing, showing everybody that if I take care of myself before I work or after I work, the job goes much smoother and better, and we get things done in a fairly timely fashion. And there's been a lot to do on it, so it's it's kind of something that, you know, well, something to look at. You know, uh, getting a different mindset is part of it. And uh, I don't know if you need to whistle while you work. There you go. Have at her. Sometimes whistling while you work annoys the shit out of everybody else, though. So keep in mind and uh, keep yourself forewarned on that one. (laughs) Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast. You people are awesome. Thank you for tuning in. I've noticed a lot of listeners. And about the last month or so, everything is jumping upward. Um, I guess it is because it's chick season. Uh, it's when everybody gets their chicks. It's when everybody's starting to incubate eggs. It's, uh, you know, that time of year where we all do that. You know, spring is the best time. Um, I'm excited. Uh, I'm going to be having eggs uh, around the end of July or August this year for my dozen. Uh, the rooster's in there. You know, we'll see who we want to keep and who we don't. Um, and let's... You know, I mean, with you folks knowing how it's been going this year, I guess uh, my plan is to only incubate that batch. And I really don't plan on going to a farm store to buy chicks this year. Uh, They say there's an avian flu thing. If there is, I mean, I haven't seen hide nor hair of it. Uh, We had a dead chicken a few weeks ago, but that was a freedom ranger. And me birds, when you keep them, a lot of times they just die. And that's the way it is. The life expectancy of a meat bird is not very long. So it didn't really surprise me, and it wasn't anything that I was alarmed about. Uh, the chickens, happier than hell, uh, 15 to 20 eggs a day. I uh, only got two roosters, and I'm somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 chickens right now. And a lot of them are three and a, well, about three to almost four years old. So, keep in mind that uh, we've got ourselves a hell of a flock and we're getting a lot of eggs and a lot of people are buying them off the homestead. 
So today's subject matter, uh, might as well get into her four minutes in, is when to take the chicks out of the brooder. Okay. Now, uh, we're in a unique situation where we're really starting to get some cold weather. Still, even in April. We've had Aprils where it's 70 degrees the whole time almost. It never gets cold. And you got Aprils like this year where every night it's freezing and during the day it's in the 40s or 50s, sometimes only in the 30s. And, you know, in a climate like this, you know, that's just to be expected. I mean, you have to... You have to take the good with the bad, and sometimes you're going to have good early years, and sometimes you're going to have horrible years. I mean, I remember one year, geez, it was, um, it was, I think it was that first week of April, we actually planted all the hay on our property when we had our 20-acre property somewhere else. And, uh, yeah. So, anyway, taking the chicks out of the brooder. So, what you're waiting to do is around three or four weeks, sometimes five, you'll be running into uh, fully feathered birds, okay? Meat birds tend to be fully feathered before like egg layers. Egg layers tend to be in the brooder at least a week longer. So that's why these ones, I was expecting I'm bringing them out three weeks, but then, you know, I kind of looked at things and shrugged my shoulders and I thought, ah, piss on it, you know, we'll, we'll keep them in there. But we put the, the birds with a heated lamp in a little stall, which is the, you know, eight by eight, eight foot by eight foot brooder that I use for my meat birds, usually. Uh, up to this point, we have been using it for pigs, but the pigs are getting big and they're plenty warm and we found a different stall for them. So we're, we're using a pretty big stall for the dozen chickens. And right now they're fully feathered. But in order to put them out with the other birds, the way we like to do it is we like to give them their own coop, first of all. Second of all, what I like to do is I like to put a fence in between the old birds and the new birds, okay? which is a good thing. So we get that fence in there, we give them in their own coop, everything's all nicey nice, right? So give it a few weeks, give them their own coop, uh, get that fence in between, and then let them see each other and let them get used to each other. Uh, you can do it for a week, you can do it for two weeks, however long you wanna do it. But um, if they're meat birds, I don't ever let them go in with the egg layers. I actually let the meat birds just be alone the whole time for their whole life. Um, but when the birds get used to each other after about a week of being out during the day and everything, then I just take the fence down one day and then everybody mingles together. Uh, you'll find out that the birds that you, the, your young birds that you recently put in their new coop uh, and I'm not telling everybody, there's other ways of doing this, I'm, just, I'm not telling everybody that you need to um, get another coop for your birds. I'm just telling you how I do it. Because I have several coops and several different options. So this is how I do it. Uh, the rest of you, sometimes you just gotta let the flock find their pecking order and have at her, you know. But, um, okay, so 
they they already know their pecking order from across that fence. I don't usually see them fight when I do this at all. And my wife hates watching chickens fight. So, and the girls, yes, they will. They will beat the living shit out of each other. So you really got to watch out for how you introduce them if you don't want to see fighting. If you don't mind seeing a little fighting, go ahead, throw the freaking chicken in there. Everybody will figure out who's who and what's what. Then it's, it's, it's set in stone. After about 20 minutes, it's done, you know. Um, another thing I like to do is when I put them in their new coop, I like to do it in the evening. That way they wake up in their coop and I, and I like to make sure it's dark in there. Uh, so they, they wake up in their coop and then in the morning and I have their feed and water in there because they're pretty young birds yet. And then in the morning, I open the door, check the feed and water, fill them and then just leave. I open one door. And if they come out that day, if they come down the ladder, because I have a chicken coop that's a ways off the ground, and if they come out the ladder or come out the door or whatever, they'll figure it out. They always do. Um, maybe a couple of them will come out. Maybe they'll all come out. But uh, you just need to look at that and, and make sure they come out of it. Um, that evening, sometimes you might have to catch a few and put them in. I have had to do that. Uh, especially with meat birds. Don't ask me why. Meat birds are the big deal. But once in a while, I'll just have to go out there, catch them all, put them in, and then make sure that they know that that is where they go at night. And I've had to do it for two or three days before, and it kind of sucks. But once they get used to it, and once they start going in there, it's great. Because at night, you know what time it is. I mean, you just go out there and you just shut the doors. Um, in the middle of the summer here, it gets dark really late. So... There's a lot of times they don't even go in there until 10 o'clock at night. Well, let me tell you what. I uh, wake up at 3 in the morning, so I ain't closing the fucking doors. But I have a kid, and my kid is totally awesome. And she is more than happy to stay up, shut the doors, take the responsibility, and she is very responsible about it. And uh, she does it when there's still a little daylight left, so there's nothing to be scared of. You know, it's just kind of, you know, twilight outside, I guess, is what I'll say. So... At least that's how we normally do it. And once the chickens co-mingle and all that, yeah, some of your old chickens will go in their coop and then some of them will go in the other coop. It, it happens less often than you think it would. But once in a while, that'll just happen, you know? Like uh, Miss Delaware was getting beat up all the time last year, so we just decided that, well, let's put her in with the other birds. And you know what? She, she went great in with them and she was very nice and gentle with them. But um, when it came to going back, you know, they, the other flock just beat the hell out of her. So, I mean, the old flock, is, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. So, Miss Delaware, nowadays, she's not picked on very much. Uh, there's been plenty of uh, social interaction within the flock. And our two roosters are doing the job. They have plenty of hens to breed. And that's exciting. I know. I, I like that. Uh, when these roosters get a little older and stuff, I know there will be plenty of breeding going on. And then in, you know, late June or July, some of these chickens are going to start setting. And we're just going to let mark a bunch of the eggs with a marker, a Sharpie. That's what I usually mark eggs with. And we're just going to leave them in there. And we're going to let the birds hatch their own. 
Uh, we may put them in their own coop. I don't know about that yet, but uh, you know, it's it's something to think about, and it's something that we would really like to do this year is just let them let them hatch their own. So we'll see how it goes, and we'll see what we can do. And um, yeah, that's basically how I turned our chicks loose, commingle them with the others, get them their own coop. Uh, another thing you can do is you can just throw them in there when they're pretty young, when they first lose all their fluff and they're first fully feathered. I d the other chickens will kind of pick on them and that will create a pecking order. Um, but, you know, you just gotta really feel it out and see how you are going to uh, introduce them. It's, it makes it real pleasant for people to introduce, introduce them. I guess the way I did it slowly and transitionally versus just throwing them in there. Um, Cause there's a lot going on and, and you know, chickens are definitely not afraid to get straight gangster on each other. So you just gotta look at, look at it how you wanna do it. Some of you have absolutely no choice. You have to put a new bird, you know, the new birds that you have, you have to put with your old flock, you just don't have the room or you don't have the facilities for it. Either way, you know, hey, free ranging keeps uh, chickens from fighting as well. Uh, if you ever run into an option like that, the only problem with free ranging is, is you might be going all over your yard to catch these birds to put them back in their coop if you're free ranging them um, in their first couple days of being in that chicken pen or in that coop. So something to keep an eye on, uh, something to look at. You do it however you want to do it, but I'm just giving you the way that we do it. So anyway, by golly, we got kind of a cold, wet, rainy day today. It uh, did not come unexpected. I think we got less rain than they said we were going to get the weather boys. But uh, it's not done yet. It's not done yet. So whatever. Anyway, we're having an awesome time with our re interior remodel. I made a bunch of podcasts between uh, this one and the heat lamp exploding. The only problem is I just didn't think they were very good content. And uh, I'm trying to bring you quality content instead of tons of content. Um, because if I give you shitty content, that's just, anybody can do that. Um, so anyway, thanks for tuning in. God bless you. And, uh, well, I suppose. Anyway, have a good one. Thank you.